Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to Luke's English Podcast. Here we are. It's new episode time after a bit of a delay since the last episode I uploaded. Has it been two or three weeks? It's been a long time. It feels like a long time anyway. But here we are. I have uploaded a couple of premium episodes, by the way, in that period, as premium Lepsters will will know. But here we go. New episode time. And this one is uh, episode number 749. And it's all about the Luke's English podcast design competition. And we will be choosing the winners. So you're going to find out the winners of the competition. But this is not just about choosing the winners, this episode. There's a lot more going on here. And there is certainly a lot of good language that you could notice. Okay, so the language that, that you could notice here that you should try and try and listen out for includes two things, really. First of all, language that James and I, it's James, my brother, who is joining me today, the language that James and I use to describe the designs, and we describe them in quite a lot of detail, so specific language for describing designs. The second thing is the kind of language that we use to give our feedback. Okay. Now, we can't choose all of these designs for the merchandise store. We can only choose, you know, a few. So most of the people are going to be rejected. Most of the entries will be rejected. So listen out for the ways in which James and I use language in a diplomatic way or ways in which we use hedging to soften our feedback so that we can give essentially negative uh, responses or negative feedback. But in a nice way, without hurting the feelings of of the people who we are rejecting. Okay, that's a complicated area of language. You know, you could call it diplomatic language or hedging. It's a very important part of English, but it's a bit complicated. So all I'll say at this point is just try and listen out for for the ways we use language to give our feedback, both positive and negative. Okay, Um, I'll talk a bit more at the very end of this um, episode about specifically what I mean regarding hedging and diplomatic language to make it a bit clearer. So that's that's going to be in about 90 minutes because the conversation is about 90 minutes, you know, the length of a football match, I would say, something like that. So you will hear my comments again at the end and I'll go into some more specific details about hedging and diplomatic language. You will find time codes in the episode show notes. Okay. I hope you enjoy it. It's a fun one. Let's get started. Here's the jingle. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello, listeners. Welcome to the podcast. I hope everything is well in Lepland, in all parts of Lepland, Lepland, as you listen to this. Um, So, welcome back. In this episode... The plan is to pick the winner or winners 
of the Luke's English Podcast design competition, and you're going to hear James and me actually judging the entries on the podcast in this episode and picking our winner or possibly winners. And uh, James is with me, and we're currently sitting in his flat in London. Hello, James. Hello. How are you today? I'm well, thanks. Um, had my teeth cleaned earlier. You had your teeth cleaned. So I've got very clean teeth for once. A very rare thing, to be honest. How does it feel to have very clean teeth? It feels good. Yeah. I expect um, so. I'm, I, my teeth feel a bit strange texture-wise. What's the texture? It's actually not that bad. Um, probably clean, I suppose. That's, smooth? Yeah, smooth, exhilarating. Um, <laughs> no, they feel slightly rough in places and smoother in others, but um, they're not bad. They're not bad. How was it actually going to the dentist? Pretty un- unpleasant. Why? It's just a weird thing, isn't it? Being, I mean, it tips you almost upside down. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the guy was very nice, but he's just like, shoving stuff into your mouth and sucking your saliva out with a little tube and it's just quite gross really isn't it did that saliva tube sucker thing did it get stuck to your tongue at any no point? no 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 nothing like that okay but, um it was all right it was fine i can't complain can i can't really complain was it was it painful at all borderline but i was expecting it to be more painful mm-hmm. a couple of bits like were a bit painful but not not proper like injection and gouging sort of pain yeah you haven't you haven't been injected because that would be weird if if you were doing the podcast having been injected you'd be like Like, even more than i am anyway (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was injected yeah that's your excuse yeah this time okay so if james starts slurring his words or falling asleep at any point it's because he's been injected i wasn't really though he wasn't actually um i'm sure it's gonna i'm sure you're gonna be fine um, but it's nice to have clean teeth, isn't it? Lovely, shiny, clean teeth. Do you feel more confident as a result? <laughs> Do you feel like going out and smiling at people? No. Okay. No, no, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, but it's good. You, do you recommend it, having your teeth cleaned like that then? Yeah, I mean, everyone around the world are thinking, he's English. Of course he's got bad teeth. <laughs> yeah, is that... Our teeth co- are all right, actually. Yeah, your teeth actually. are good. They, were just, they just needed a little bit of They're a clean. Just slightly heavily tea-stained. Lots of tea. Too much drinking tea endless tea yeah since the age of about 10 onwards basically endless tea endlessly (laughs) endless tea endlessly it's like a an oasis song yeah yeah could be all right then well so are you ready to to become a judge then now for the for the podcast designs yes yeah okay so we're here with our judges uh hats on although they're more like sort of wigs really more like a long white wig <laughs> long white hat you can imagine us in our full regalia the whole judge's outfits sitting on, behind a, a, a large leather a large wooden desk with hammers and stuff you know that's more like a sort of court of law though this is more a judging panel of you know simon cowell yeah that kind of thing x factor are you are you going to be like simon cowell for this or yeah i'm going to be a bit of a bastard Listeners, if you don't know, Simon Cowell is one of those judges on talent shows like Britain's Got Talent or The X Factor. And yeah, he's a bastard, isn't he? That's his kind of unique selling point, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of they're, they're kind of pantomime villain, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but a British but guy his... who's not afraid to tell, you know, give his negative uh, feedback. Yeah, but I'm not going to do that, really, because these, these are nice people. 
Exactly. They're good people. And I'm a good person. I try to be anyway. Everyone's a good person in the pe- in, in Letland. That's the idea. Right. So, uh, listeners, we have, James and James, we have 18 entries here. Now, I haven't been that selective. Mm. I thought that originally we would sort of make a short list out of those, but we're going to blast through all 18 of them. Every single one you yeah, got. Yeah, because even the ones that I think are definitely not going to make it into the store, I feel are sort of worth mentioning. And I feel like, yeah. you know... There's 18, stuff to say about uh, all of them. 18's not that many, though. I kind of expected you to get more. Yeah, well, this was a very specific uh, competition. It was, and it hasn't been running for that long, and a lot of people are still catching up with the old episodes, exactly. right? Exactly, and, uh, and plus I didn't mention it that many times after launching it. Right. So people, it might have sort of like... Um, slipped through the net. Slipped through the net kind of thing. But anyway, I think 18 is good, and we've definitely got something here that I think could end up being on a T-shirt or a mug. Okay, so the plan is, listeners, to choose one or possibly two entries to go into the LEP merch store, and any winners will receive £80 as well. So here's the plan. James and I are going to consider each entry, give our comments, both positive and negative, and then choose our winner or winners. And you might be thinking, listeners, you might be thinking, how can you see the designs while we are describing them? Obviously, you'll want to actually see the images that we're talking about, and that will make the experience of listening to this episode much better. Even if you can't see the images, we will describe them in as much detail as possible, and there'll be all that sort of descriptive language coming in there as well. But it would be good if you could actually see them too. So the most convenient way for podcast listeners is to put is for me to put the designs into the show notes, so that when you're listening to your podcast episode on your podcast player, you can just kind of like look at the notes, scroll down, and you should see the images. So I'm going to try and put them into the podcast show notes, but this won't work for all the for all the podcast players. And most people will be listening using the native iOS podcasts app um, on an iPhone. That's the that's most people. And unfortunately, iTunes doesn't let me embed images into the show notes. But most other podcast apps will allow it. So check the show notes for this episode in your podcast player. You might see all of the images there. Um, we'll see. If you're watching this on YouTube, you should you should be able to see each design on the screen as we're talking. Although this isn't a full video version, so you can't actually see James and me talking. Uh, you can't actually see James's amazing, brilliant white teeth, um, unfortunately, although I might add an image. But anyway, I will add some visuals to the YouTube version, okay? It's not just going to be one, one image. The image will change from time to time, and you will be able to see each design one by one. So YouTube viewers will see them on the screen. Otherwise, you can just go to the page for this episode on my website and you'll be able to see all of the de- designs and images that we're talking about there. So uh, in any case, uh, the page for this episode on the website is where you can go. Um, I've come up with some criteria, judging criteria, which we may may forget about, but we'll see. So here are some judging criteria for the, for the images. First of all, there should be some sort of LEP connection something that relates specifically to this podcast or something that I often say on the podcast, you know, that sort of thing. So there's got to be a clear uh, and coherent LEP connection there. Uh, Secondly, visual appeal. So it just means, is this the kind of thing that people might want to wear on a T-shirt? You know, so just basic visual appeal. Artistic merit. So this basically means sort of like the level of skill or effort involved uh, in making the image as far as we can tell. And then just the fourth category is just subjective taste or opinion. And that's just the judge's prerogative, which basically means just our own 
general taste. Just gut instinct. Yeah, exactly. Um, English, right? Now, in terms of English uh, vocab and so on, this will be full of descriptive language, as I said, uh, as we describe the designs. So watch out for that. Also, watch out for the ways in which we give our positive and negative feedback. Uh, Unfortunately, James and I are going to have to reject the majority of these designs, which means that we're going to have to criticise and pass judgments and explain why we're not choosing most of these things. So let's see how we word our comments in order to make sure that we're not disappointing anyone too much, because we don't want to do that, do we? Don't want to disappoint people. Or even upset people. Yeah, or offend people. Offend. Heaven forbid. Right, so we're going to go through the designs in chronological order. So, right, listeners, so that's just, uh, the, you know, in, in the order that they arrived in my inbox. Okay, James, so should we start with the first one? Yes. This one is Iwona. Now, I'm not sure where, and I'm, I've probably pronounced that wrong, as I will most names, but um, I'm not sure where she's from, but she is a regular commenter. She often comments on episodes. Hey, props for that. So, James, do you want to have a go at just describing the image, first of all? Okay, it's a sort of blue gradient rectangle and in gradient a sort of fading from dark to light yeah the color is sort of like a blue and it's light a, blue at the top and dark blue at the bottom and it fades in so in a fairly sort of workaday <laughs> uh, sans serif font nondescript i would say even generic font that you might find in the average sort of like what like word pro words processing uh, application well, possibly. Let's just say it's a sort of, you know, it's a standard sans serif font. Okay. It says, we're going to have a good time. We're going to have a good time. I says. like the sentiment. Um, it reminds me, first of all, of Birthday by the Beatles. We, yeah, they say it's your birthday. We're going to have a good time. I wonder if that's intentional. Um, I like the sentiment. There's no lep mentioned, I'm afraid. That's right. So it's not a great advert for Luke's podcast. Yeah. Um, but I like the general <laughs> attitude. I do. I like the general... We're going to have a good time. Yeah. They're, yeah, I, I appreciate the sentiment too. But uh, to go through the criteria, for the, the LEP connection, I'm afraid, is not there. Zero. Nil point. Because, I mean, it's this is not something that I often say, let's be honest. I don't, in fact, I don't know if I've ever said it on the podcast. It must be... To do that Beatles song. It's got to be the Beatles, right? Down it. We're, we're going to have a good time. I think yeah, so. Yeah. But that's not clear either. There's no reference no. to, there's no actual imagery here at all. But uh, so, uh, not sure there's an LEP connection. Uh, I wonder how much time went into it. Uh, maybe it won't have spent a long time on it, but uh, uh, I don't know. In terms of artist artistry and stuff, there's, there's, there's no illustration involved in it. So no. I'm afraid that you sort of drop a few points there as well. Um, and, um, and well, I, I mean, we were talking about this before. I say that I f- kind of frown on writing the word gonna, G-O-N-N-A. I'd sort of frown on that. But what do you think? I think that since it's a, a, a colloquial phrase or a, uh, a song lyric, mm-hmm. we're gonna, it's perfectly acceptable in a song lyric. Yeah. You wouldn't want to write it down as we're going to have a good time if that's not what he sings because that says we're going to have a good time. Yeah, it's not uh, they say it's your birthday. We're going to have a good time. That wouldn't work. That would be it's kind not of rock and, it's not rock and roll. It's just not rock and roll enough, yeah. Um So I don't have a problem with gonna. I also think it's it's 
I guess the the problem I have with gonna is when I see people writing it and they don't include the the verb be before it. So if it was just we gonna have a good time, then um, that would really sort of twi- it would really trigger my grammar sort of nerd side. Okay. Uh, but this is we are gonna have a good time. So okay. But I'm afraid um, I think we're not going to include this. Is not going to go into the merch store, is it though? For the reasons given, it's a, it's a no from me. I'm afraid. Yeah. But that's thanks the, for taking part. That's very. That's a very sort of Simon Cowell. It's a no from me. That's quite a Simon Cowell thing to say. But, you know, thanks for coming, and uh, hope you didn't mind the coach trip down. Yeah. Sorry for having to wait in the waiting area with all the other competitors. Uh, but, I mean, on, on a positive note, I should say that Iwona is a regular commenter. Yeah, that's good. You get points for that, yeah. definitely. She, and she's not a ninja in any way. And I think this is, this is evidence of her dedication to her non-ninja-ness. Excellent. So it's a kind of throwing your hat in the ring. I, I, we appreciate that. Yeah, exactly. Throwing your hat at, You threw your hat in the ring. Basically, well done for taking part. Yeah, got not a gold star, but a you get star, one of those, some kind of star, maybe a pink one a or participation a, award. Yeah, bronze, <laughs> bronze, not even a bronze actually. Um, Just a sort what's of a really low base metal, like a sort tin. of tin. Yeah, you get a tin star. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but that's still a tin star. It's, it's still better than no tin star. That's right. Okay, let's move on to number two. This is Kyung Jin Lee, Kyung Jin Lee from Korea, and here is the uh, here's the design. Uh, do you want to have a go at uh, describing this one? Um, it's a black dot with Luke's English podcast sort of repurposed from the, the logo, if you can call it that, that I designed for you many years ago. Mm-hmm. Above that is Popping Your Head. Yes. As an illustrated black and white cartoon style graphic. Yeah. Um, and a quite a large microphone, 50s style chrome kind of mic in a mm-hmm. similar style. And you're kind of smiling and looking towards the uh, the camera, so so to speak. Okay. Um, I think it's it's solid. I mean, it's uh, nothing really wrong with it. Well, the mic's a bit big, but it's uh, it's good. I'd, I'd say good effort. Um, not sure if I like the recycling of the logo or not. It could be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. I haven't decided. When you say recycling of the logo, you you mean that uh, it, it it sort of does borrow quite heavily from the original logo, which this- is not a bad thing. I'm not against that in principle. So. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. kind of ambivalent towards that. It's a sort of remix of the original. It's a remix, sense. yeah. You've it's, take... it's quite a nice. Re- I'm I'm not that keen on the drawing. I have to say. What's what, why? What's your feeling about the drawing? It's actually. I think it's got your expression quite well. Hmm. Um. But I look a bit it, odd. It's no? a bit pale. I mean, it could do with a bit of colour, maybe. Um. I, I feel I look a little odd. I have to say. Um, in the it's a, it's you know it's a minimal cartoon style image of me, but I, I feel like uh, I don't know I feel <laughs> I look a bit more bird like in this picture than I do in the real world. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a sort of a drawback. So first of all, there's definitely an LEP connection here. It's, it's, yes. it's Luke's English podcast got my face unmistakable. on it. Unmistakable. It's not massively original. It's, which is a sort of a, a drawback for me in the sense that it's the, the text from the original logo and my face. And then the, the microphone is not actually the mic that I use. I don't know if that's a, an issue. I don't use no, that no. microphone. That's a bit pedantic. I think it's it says radio to me or sort of classic broadcasting. 
which is what you do. <laughs> okay. But uh, I look a, a little weird. Um, so, hmm, yeah. Connection, yes. Originality, not sure. And in terms of sort of visual appeal, uh, I, I don't know. You say the microphone's a bit big. I think dark, I look, Sorry, go on. Dark, very, very binary, sort of black and white. I look a bit weird. The dark red on the black doesn't pop, as they say these days, annoyingly. Really? It doesn't really stand out that much. I mean, if, you, if you're looking at that from here, the, the podcast is kind of dipping back into the background a bit. So, that, yeah, the word podcast is printed in red, whereas Luke's English is printed in white. And so you're saying that red on a black gra- background seems to sort of fade back a little bit somehow. It doesn't pop out. Yeah. It doesn't pop. Mm. Well, I feel it, we're being a bit harsh. I, feel, you know, I again, know, yeah. I feel we're being, being it's, harsh. It feels like if this was my design, I'd be feeling a bit awkward about now. So It's tricky, isn't it? But this is... We're, this, we're, we're trying to... Be critical but polite. It's interesting. Um, we should imagine that the artist is sitting a fr- uh, across from us. That would be very because yeah, that's going to make us maybe moderate so, our language again, a bit more. Well, nice to be in, to get involved and throw your hat into the ring. Yeah, yeah, I'm, de- um, I'm so, delighted. So definitely a big nice one. De- yeah, to everyone that's done it. Yeah, I am delighted with you know the entries that I've received and people have spent time. Uh, doing these things and sending them in so that's just fantastic so a big nice one for, for that definitely uh hyung jin uh I, we like your design but uh, i think that considering we have to pick only one or two you're not going to go forward to the next round i'm afraid you're not going to go through to the merch store uh, on this occasion but you know 10 out of 10 for for, for effort and initiative well <laughs> all right let's move on to number three this is francisca braithwaite and i just want to read uh, some sentences that she wrote in her email so she wrote this i would like to say that every time i listen to you talking to the other man in the next room i laugh you know that's the other man who's like you know like get on with it you know that that person who sometimes is um sort of shouting at me from another room or something uh, right. So she said, every time I listen to you talking to the other man in the next room, I laugh. So my inspiration was imagining, imagining you doing that in an episode. Uh, and she's written, I don't watch your, your videos. I listen to your podcasts. So it's even more funny listening to you doing that. So uh, here's the image. Um, shall I describe it? Do you want to describe it? You, I think it's your turn. Okay. So, um, so I was sent several versions of this, you know, with different ones that could go on a dark background and so on. The one I'm talking about here is a sort of, it's a, a orangey brown rectangle, okay, with an illustration of my face. And I seem to be sort of looking to one side as I do when I speak to that man who shouts at me. And it says, uh, stop rambling, Luke, get to the point. Um, so this is what happens when you talk to yourself and you kind of go oh, pretend to be someone else yeah, listening yeah. I'm rambling like, oh, you're rambling you know that sort of thing and uh, the, the illustration of me is um, it's done in a sort of line drawing style all done in simple black lines a bit like a, a if you imagine drawing with a biro like that and um, so well what do you think of the illustration of me first of all I quite like the expression um it's captured something about, you know, your eyebrows look quite good. I wonder if it's been traced off a still, though I'm not accusing anyone of that. But, well, is uh, that is that wrong to trace? Not, in my old school days, that was seen as terrible. Tracing? Yeah. Do you want to explain what tracing well, is? Well, we like, lay a piece of paper over another piece of paper and draw over the top. And so, you could obviously do that digitally these days. Mm-hmm. I depends, I think, in art, actual 
fine art, let's say. I don't think that's acceptable. But in illustration, it is. Okay. So in this case, it's perfectly acceptable. All right. Um, and I like the, the liney style. It looks like a sort of nice kind of weird comic style, like a bit Harvey P. Carr. Yeah, like a sort of underground comic sort of thing you'd pick Slightly. up in, a, in, a, in some hipster record shop. Yeah. Sort of thing. Um, I like that. Um, not so into the text, what, but the what about illustration the is very nice. The, the font of the text? Yeah, the font's... It's okay. Uh, I would have preferred it handwritten, maybe. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I don't want to be negative. I like it, generally. Uh, I think I'm more of a fan of the illustration than I am of the other elements. Okay. Uh, right. So, for me, I think there's definitely an LEP connection. Obviously, it's it's a specific reference to this invisible person who shouts at me, which is good. Uh, and um, it doesn't actually say Luke's English Podcast on it anywhere. Um, but it does have my name and my picture, of course. And then just in terms of the sort of the, the negative, I don't know, I, I would say maybe the composition of it, uh, there's like a large area of empty space in the top right. Negative hand. space. Is that that's, good? That's okay. That's okay, is it? Yeah. Blank empty space is a good thing? It can be. How? Because you don't just fill up every space on a canvas, let's call it. Mm-hmm you leave some negative space sometimes and it draws your eye to the elements rather than just filling everything. And I suppose in this picture I am looking into the empty space, which yeah, is quite but appropriate. I don't think the text works as well within that context framework <laughs> as, uh, as it could do. Okay. So I'm not against negative space in principle, um, but yeah, that's it. Okay. I'm going to give sort of on the negative side comments that probably just come from pure vanity i would yeah. say uh, at this point so in just in terms of vanity i'm i don't know i'm a little uncomfortable about the way i look in this picture and it, it, it i seem to have been aged quite a lot although maybe this is actually how i look and this is a a, a wake-up call for me i don't know yeah you do look a bit like do that. i really look look like that well you don't have black lines on your face but um no you're not like i mean just a little tip here flatter the judges yeah always flatter the judges but i mean can i shall i go into the specifics of, of well your hairline yeah i feel that the hair i, I feel it, like i'm a bit balder in the picture than i am in real life not much oh great um, i can't talk though i'm completely bold mm, uh and i seem to have quite big bags under my eyes i seem to be very tired Yeah, you look tired i think that looks good but you like again, the, you like that, do you? Yeah, but again, it's not flattering to the judge, right? And and also my uh, the slight double chin, which is there in reality. Is it just, really? Well, oh dear, maybe is, it doesn't look quite as pronounced as it does in that drawing. See, James is being diplomatic now to me now. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, you know, I suppose when you get into your mid forties, then you know these things start to happen, don't they? It's Lock, a, lockdown lard happens to the best at lockdown lard. Yeah, lard means fat. Listeners. Yeah, lard, lard is a sort of animal fat they use in cooking, <laughs> and that's the phrase that we've been talking about. Really, regarding pe- putting on weight during lockdown or pandemic or whatever you want to call it. Lockdown lard. Mm, okay, good one, isn't it? Yeah, nice one. Um, okay, is this going to go in the, in the merch store, James? Is this going through? For me, it's a no. Okay. I, I Thanks again for sending in your entry. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I, th- I think it's great. I love the specific uh, reference, but um, I 
just personally, the visual appeal is not quite there. And so I don't think this is going to be on a T-shirt. But again, thank you so much for sending in your entry. Let's move on to number four, entry number four. And this is from Sylvia and Sarah, or Sarah. I'm going to say Sarah. Um, uh, So Sylvia is is from Italy, now living in Denmark. And Sarah is her daughter, who is 15 years old. Sarah did the illustrations for this with input from Sylvia. And they've sent us two illustrations. So this is what Sylvia wrote. She said, let's move to the reason I'm reaching out the design competition. I've attached two different designs. Both were made by my daughter, Sarah. She is the artist with just some input from my side. So Sarah's done the drawing and Sylvia was the sort of artistic director. Mum and daughter team. Yeah. So the first picture, it's, it's, she says, the first is a ninja logo, uh, a tribute to your super international audience, most of the time silent, but anyway, supportive. And uh, the second is dedicated to your lovely mum and her book club uh, with the hope to have her on the podcast more often in the future. And um, Sylvia has said, as a mum, I find Sarah's drawing amazing. Also considering that she is a self-learner, not studying design or so on or or things like that. Uh, She's more of a science girl and drawing is more of a passion for her or a hobby, I, I think we would say normally in in the uk um would be great if one of Sarah's drawings is selected to be displayed on your website but if this will not be the case i hope you will be willing to use the jill's book club logo just to stamp a mug and give it to your mum as a small token for christmas that's a big plus point that that gets points a a gift for 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 mum so let's what are we looking at first james do you want to see uh jill's book club or do you want to see the lep ninjas i see the ninjas first okay let's have a look at the ninjas all right do you want to describe what we can see say what you see i do really like this one <clears throat> it's two cartoony ninjas um obviously sort of international ninjas they've got different flags on their armbands they're looking at a lep podcast app or something and it's got the little uh, mod logo that i did which is a nice touch and then underneath it says Luke's English Podcast Ninja in a kind of cute bubble font writing, hand-drawn. Hand sort of graffiti art that you would do in a, in a school uh, notebook. Which again is a bonus for me. And above it says, awesome, it's another rambling episode. <clears throat> yeah, so the ninjas are both listening with headphones. And they're kind of slightly anime-style ninjas, I'd say. Uh, or slightly, you know, kind of cartoon-like. They're, um, they, they're great. Really, really like this one. They're very, very cute ninjas indeed, and they've got sort of headbands on, and the headbands are sort of flowing in the in the breeze. They've both got sort of uh, swords on their backs, and yes, headphones in, and they're both plugged into the same uh, phone with the Luke's English, one of the yeah. uh, podcast logos that James did. Very cute and very appealing indeed. Lots of nice touches, quite thoughtful, and uh, I think it's it's my tip of top top tip so far tip for the top <laughs> you know pot pickers this is you your know, top tip this is my top pick so far maybe i should say top pick your top pick your top tip it's a top tip from my heart for a hot pick a top tip for a hot pick for the lep merch store here yeah so this is good this is looking good the, the positive things here really rate this and i think um what's the girl's name sarah sarah sarah, uh, sarah i'm not sure but sarah let's say um I think you should make a zine of these of these little characters or something similar with your artwork because it's very good. Do and some comic strips. Make some some longer form comics and make them into little booklets. Just yeah. my suggestion, something that 
will live on forever yeah very positive i mean lep connection definitely there very strongly uh, a great interpretation of the lep ninja phenomenon a flattering use of one of my you want one of your logos. logos yeah right in the center of the, the picture there international vibe yeah it says luke's english podcast on it it's very clear what it is that it's a podcast that people can listen to uh lovely flags on their arms ninja box ticks because we did specifically ask for ninjas that's right we asked for ninjas so here we go um i don't know it's a it's a a good double effort from from both of you i don't know the the ideas from mum and the uh, execution ninja style execution (laughs) from daughter so very good yeah Uh, are there any negatives really i mean you know the, the 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 bubble graffiti font that you mentioned is quite specific and quite sort of, um, yeah, kids textbook kind of stuff. That's a that's a good point. But do you me. like that? That's a good thing. Well, I mean, you know, that might not be to everyone's taste, but but you certainly like it. I suppose I, if there's a has to be a negative, I probably wouldn't wear it because it's quite youthful. Yeah, and it's not really a forty-seven-year-old man style. I do have. So whether that's a negative, yeah. I don't know because. There's not many T-shirts that I wear anyway, to be honest, with logos and brands and stuff on them. But Apart I do from I, really weird skate logos. But um, that's the only thing for me. But I'm clutching at straws there to find ooh, a negative. Nice expression, clutching at straws. We're going to have to explain that one. Clutching at straws, desperately trying to find some kind of answer or response. Anything right? where you, you can't immediately think of. An example of something. I don't know. How would you describe that? Um, He's going to the Colin. I'm actually dictionary. looking at Colin. What would Colin say? So, clutching at straws means to rely on ideas, hopes, or methods which are unlikely to be successful because you're desperate. It's basically when you're desperate, you can't think of anything else to. Yeah. To, to you're trying to find a solution because you're desperate. So you can imagine literally trying to grab a straw. You're yeah. just kind of clutching at any straw you can get your hand not on. Not quite the origin of, if that is the origin, does it say what the origin of the... It, it's, it doesn't tell us the origin. I wonder know. if there's a reason why you should particularly be clutching at straws. But um, anyway, anyway, it just this... means you're, you're kind of desperate for an answer or a, <clears throat> an example of something. In terms of like, negative comments or if someone this. said uh, i need a fiver what can i do i've locked myself out of my house like have you checked your pockets for scared spare change uh no, yeah, yeah yeah there's nothing there all right just have you checked your jacket yeah if you looked on the yeah i'm just clutching at straws here yeah desperately trying to find a, a solution. solution yeah so in, i said to you any negatives and you're like well you know maybe the, uh, it's not something i would wear but you know i'm just clutching at straws just trying to find a negative uh comment because you asked me to uh very strong very strong entry. So this yeah. is our top Powerful. pick for a hot uh, tea shirt uh, <laughs> top, for a top, hot day. Top tip for a hot pick. No. <laughs> it's just the kind of thing they used to say on the radio. That's the yeah. only reason I'm saying that. Okay. All right. Strong. Very strong entry. The best one so far, we would say. Let's talk about the Jill's Book Club logo then as well. That's that's also died by Sarah with help from Sylvia. Um, so this is this depicts a very cosy scene. So there's it. We can see the image in a similar style to the ninja one we just talked about. It's the corner of a room, a cosy-looking room with a bookshelf with lots of uh, lots of books on it, and a lovely, uh, comfy-looking armchair with a cat curled up on it, sleeping. Next to the armchair, there is a little side table, 
uh, proudly displaying a, a Luke's English podcast mug, again with the sort of mod uh, red, white and blue logo that James came up with recently, and two candles uh, burning, and a window um, with curtains which appear to be sort of blowing in the breeze, even though the windows are closed, which is a little bit spooky. And then in the same kind of bubble font over the top, this is a circular image, by the way, and over the top of the, the circular image, it says, it says Jill's Book Club. Okay. And it's kind of nice cartoony style, very cosy image. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's lovely. As soon as I saw it, I just kind of thought, oh, that's lovely. Um, love the candles. They look really nicely drawn. The cup of tea looks really nicely drawn. Addition of little logo, very nice. I like the cat. The books look really nicely sort of chunky and they just seem to fit nicely into the uh, the physics of the room, if that... If, mm-hmm. if that or the ge- geometry of the room. Yeah, yeah. Kind of feels fairly solid. Yeah. Um, I like the shading. It's very, very good indeed. Mm-hmm. And I think you should definitely make a comic of some sort. Yeah, there you go. Photo confidence there for Sarah and her artistic skills. Well, I'm definitely... Any gonna... any negatives? Yes. It could have said <sighs> Luke's English Podcast at the bottom, maybe, just to kind of put the context of Jill's Book Club. Mm-hmm. But then again, that's not really a major point. It's a, um, it's a minor gripe. It's a minor gripe. Um, it would look great on a mug, wouldn't it? It would. It would look especially good on a mug. I think I you're think. going to have to make one. I think that this is definitely a Christmas present for, for mum, uh, yeah. I would say. So, so that's, that's definitely going to happen, um, which I suppose means it's going to go in the merch store. Sort of got in the back door there. Only, if only to, to be able to make a mug for, for our mum for you. Christmas. I mean, I could actually get you one cheaper you than could, that. Oh, most. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that there are plenty of uh, but they don't offer the, companies. No, but that's where you just send in your own design. They, they don't offer the option to have it as a store. Yes. It's more like, you know, if you go to a merchandise company and say, I want two mugs. You sort of a business-to-business thing is what you're saying. Well, not yeah. yeah. Maybe I shouldn't be talking about this. It's, what you're talking about is, is merchandising models. You're talking about B to B business I'm to business. About, where if you want to sell a no, bunch of I'm merchandise, not, you can get it printed, but then you, it's up to you to actually sell it and do yeah, the, do the, yeah. the uh, interface with the customers exactly, and stuff. Exactly. That's that's what but, yes. your stores do for well, you. I which do is B why to it costs, C. Costs you a bit more. Yeah, I do B to C. You know, from business to customer, direct. You know, to the end user. So that's yeah. why there are added costs and, and all that stuff. Yeah um okay well anyway very good stuff let's move on to number five. Oh god um we're gonna have to pick up the pace james all right good. so this is from juliana uh, i'm not sure where juliana is from <clears throat> okay james describe this and we're going to try and do it uh in in uh, a bit quicker okay. now. it's a um it's a drawing of some description of a frog i think it's been done in a some some software yeah um it's a fairly rudimentary frog i've got to say meaning a fr- fairly basic image there's only a few lines really that um, have been used it's got headphones on and it says fnl frog ninja frog ninja listeners and then Luke's, Luke's English, English podcast, podcast underneath <laughs> so this is quite a funny idea i like the idea of frog ninjas mhm um are they like frogs that are ninjas are they ninjas that are frogs i quite yeah well that's the same thing isn't it frogs that are, <laughs> frogs that are ninjas well, are also ninjas ninja, that are frogs it's more ninja than frog if, if it's a ninja that's also a frog it's a kind of a mainly adult ninja, <laughs> sort of adult ninja size it's but with frog features frog or are they ninjas. or are they like six inches long frogs who, are, who run around and act as ninjas in the frog world 
that's would that be ninja frogs or frog ninjas? That's the point I'm making. Okay. In any case, um, I don't think this that frog made me is laugh. In, is, the, the idea of a frog ninja made me laugh. The drawing is, is, <laughs> leaves a little bit to be desired. Yeah, um, but I, it made me laugh and put a smile on my face. The drawing is is a bit too basic, I have to say. Uh, I quite like the composition, the big picture with the text in the bottom right hand corner like that. Um, but the, I'm afraid the drawings are a little bit too, as you say, rudimentary. Uh, although I like the uh, intention, which is to somehow, uh, you know, fulfil the frog thing because we do need some sort of frog yeah. uh, dissecting the frog thing uh, but i think that there's a bit of a misunderstanding though and it's slight slight sort of issue with the connection to the podcast in the sense that what are frog ninjas uh, um i mean uh, you know th- we know what the ninjas are these are listeners who listen they don't don't get in touch but and the frog thing is when i just i describe and uh, explain jokes you know, I dis- dissecting the frog means dissecting the joke and the frog dies in the process. And right? the joke. Yeah. And the joke dies in the process too. So the, we've kind of mixed up the, the, the images here. We've got a frog ninja. So, but I don't dis- I never dissect the ninjas. I'm not dissecting the listeners. So it, I'm a bit confused by that. Is this a frog who is, it, the frog doesn't look very happy as well. So maybe this is a frog listening to me dissecting the frog. Another frog. Yeah. And I'm next. And feeling a bit disturbed by, yeah. by it. And these are ninja listeners who are extra ninjas because they're frogs. So they keep quiet because like, I better not get in touch. You might want to try and chop me up as You've well. worked it out. So maybe that's what it is. But um, I think, unfortunately, it's not going to go on a t-shirt, mainly because of the visual, I think the visual appeal. If, if you know, uh, if we had a more detailed frog, uh, with a bit more uh, personality to it, I think that he uh, would make it in. But you know, n- nice effort at, at uh, doing something frog-based. Yeah, nice. and we like the idea of a frog ninja. I definitely do. I mean, I've been thinking about it a lot since since I saw this. You know, practically nothing else. Just yeah, frog ninjas. I mean, what are they? Where are they? I mean, if they're good ninjas, you wouldn't even know. Yeah. Could be six frog ninjas in here now. Yeah, that's right. Hmm. It's a bit, bit disturbing. Um, okay. We're going to move on to number six. This is from Adele Ratatix from Hungary. Okay. And um, here we go. Do you want to describe this, James? No. You don't want to describe Why not? You can. You can. You don't? Okay. Okay. All right. I will. It's a, a black and white illustration mm-hmm. um, with a sort of circular shape with Luke's bang in the middle. With a microphone in one hand and a scalpel. a scalpel in the other hand, about to dissect a frog. Um, he's got headphones on and he's broadcasting. There's a map of mainly of Europe in the background. Lepland is written above. Mm-hmm. And there's three ninjas poking their heads up behind him. Um, yes. And the frog looks slightly ill. Yeah, he's lying there not very well and he's, he's about to be dissected. It's... Good and slightly scary at the same time. Really? Yeah. What what what's scary about it? It's a slightly grotesque image of a of a sort of slightly distorted Luke Thompson dissecting about to dissect a frog, looking really happy about it. My shoulders and my arms are a bit disturbing. <laughs> uh, my no, the the shape is a bit odd, but it's really good at the same time. Yeah, it's kind of slightly weird, but good. I have to say, this is maybe one of my favourites. Yeah. Um, Yes, definitely. So the circular thing in the background must be the the Earth. That's that's 
thing in the yeah yeah, yeah. That circular thing. so I'm, and there's the earth in the background we can see basically europe i think that's just because we wanted to get i guess the artist wanted to get the uk in there and france and um so it's mainly europe um and dis- despite the fact that people seem to think that uh, most of my listeners are in russia or china or japan actually europe as a as a region as a whole uh, does get more listens than any of the other places but because it's divided up into the individual countries that means that uh, europe is sort of split up in my uh, statistics so europe I, I guess probably more lepsters are in europe than in other places um okay but i like the illustration i think it's really uh I, I do like it i think it looks like me although again from the sort of ego side i feel like i look older in the picture than i actually am in real life but maybe that's just my vanity coming into play but again my hairline seems to be receding quite badly but maybe this is just a wake-up call for me um it is it is okay uh and but lots of connections. I like the Lepland uh, thing, and the the cable from my headphones goes all the way around the world. It spells out the 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 words Lepland, and then it's plugged into France, which is a bit odd because I'm not actually listening. That's a nice touch, to though. Lepland. I didn't notice that. Yeah, that's that's clever. Yeah, um, and then the microphone there, and uh, so there's the Lepland thing. There's a picture of me podcasting. There are three ninjas sort of poking their heads out. And I'm dissecting a frog. And I think this kind of black and white illustration does look good on a white T-shirt. So I like this one. I think this is a strong contender. Uh, We've got to uh, try and speed up here. So we're going to move on to Lenka from Slovakia. The picture that Lenka has sent in is... uh, So her image is... So it's a double-sided T-shirt. The front of the T-shirt appears to be a podcast player with a play button and a time bar and the name of an episode, and the name of the podcast. So the episode is number 496, Ramblecast. And, the, the you know, it says Luke's English Podcast, Learn British English with Luke Thompson. The time bar, we're up to 24 minutes and 31 seconds. And then there's a green play button. So it's as if there's a podcast player on the front. And on the back, we've got an episode, a section of the episode list uh, with the, uh, ep- the episode in question highlighted in the middle in, in green. So you've got a list of episodes on the back from episode 505 to like from 489 to 505, including the Ramblecast uh, episode list on the back podcast player on the front. What do you reckon? Really rates this one. I have you to rate say. it. You I rate, rate it. this one. Yeah. Uh, ah. It's uh, very modern. I think very modern approach slightly. Would that be postmodern sort of the way it's presented as like the raw kind of data I think the postmodern thing is having a podcast player on a T-shirt. That's, yeah, that's that kind of thing, but with all the little bits of text and stuff and the time codes, and it's just sort of nicely techy and modern. Mm-hmm. I like the neon green. Um, I like the kind of minimal nature of it as well. Yeah. Um, I like the sort of utilitarian style, lots of text with, the, with one bit highlighted. Yes. Um, I mean, when I first saw it, I wasn't initially sure if i liked it but then after about 10 seconds i thought actually that's great so that's my second favorite so far wow that's that's good um i think it's really good yeah reminds me of a lot of graphics that you see in kind of dance music and electronic music that kind of thing yeah i I think it's well executed okay yeah good good one yeah it is a strong contender it is i mean uh, it's got the podcast name none of the sort of podcast logos although we have sort of said that 
I don't know how I we feel feel I about quite that. I like that though, the fact that it's just the information you get on the player itself. Right. right. So Luke's English podcast is on there. Yeah. It's just not glaringly obvious, but mm. I, I I like the number next to the the podcast episode. It's it's kind of like sampling almost. Yeah. Okay. Very I, good. I, I rate this good. one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good good comments for that as well. Next, uh, number 8, Evgenia Markovic, who has sent me illustrations in the past. Uh, she said, designing this was lots of fun. And as you'll see, I decided to stick to the frog image, but this time in a, a bit of a different style. Okay. So what we've got here with Evgenia's uh, design is you've got uh, the globe, right? So the earth with some sort of clouds, formations on it, as you'd expect, and the blue ocean. And then one big green continent. And the big green continent is in the shape of a frog. Okay, and then in orange uh, lettering with some drop shadow, it says Lepland Citizen. Okay, and so the 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 T-shirt idea is that you'd have a sh- smaller one on the front and then a larger one on the on on the back, or a small one on the sweater and a larger one on the T-shirt or something. But there it is, a sort of uh, uh, Lepland um, in the shape of a frog. Right. So, um, have you got any thoughts on this, James? slightly mixed messages here or sort of mixed metaphors maybe uh-huh uh i mean i don't quite get why the frog is the content the great continent yeah unless you are then about to dissect it where they the bits float off and form the continents which would kind of make you god <laughs> uh, which you're not as far as i can tell no i'm really not um uh, much as you own you know you do have your own podcast but let's not get let's not get carried away so yes it's a slightly odd image that okay so yeah if if this is one big continent and then i dissect this frog yeah as you say the break up the continents and that forms the earth which sort of suggests that i'm god um and And have we completely just misinterpreted i don't know are we overthinking this or underthinking it i don't know really but also it's i mean again it's a bit like the other one that we had the ninja frog where it's like okay the frog thing but that that lepland is where all the lepsters are and the frog thing is when I dissect jokes. So it's sort of mixing the things up in a slightly in- confused way, potentially. I'm afraid so. But from a purely visual point of view, I like it. Looks quite like ravey. Looks a bit like a rave flyer to me. Uh huh. Um, especially the long sleeve. But concept wise, it's. It's either too complicated or it's completely missed the point. I can't tell which, but yeah. I still like it. Okay. I like it too, but I think since, because of that issue with the concept, as you said, I think um, it's not going to make it this time, I'm afraid. Gonna... What was that? That's like some sort of trap door or something where the contestants fall oh, into. Oh, where you throw the thing into a, like a bin or something well, like that. Well, no, the person. The per- oh, yeah, you pull a lever yeah. and... You fall through a trapdoor. Yeah, we forgot to tell you about that. Oh bit. yeah, sorry. All the people who don't go through to the the the, the, the actual merch store. Yeah, I'm afraid you are going to be uh, dropped through a trapdoor into what shark infested water. We're not sure yet. We're working on it. But okay, it's some not kind of be nice. Some kind of James Bond villain sort of trap. Okay, but not, yeah. All joking aside, thanks for taking part. And thanks. nice one. Yes, definitely. Uh, number nine, Alia. Uh, by the way, Evgenia was was the one who I don't know if you've seen this, but she did send in an illustration of me dissecting a frog right. on the podcast, and it's cool. excellent. Haven't seen that you, one. You haven't seen that, but that's okay. very good. So I th- I'm pretty sure that's Evgenia. I might be wrong, but uh, I think that was you. So so props Thanks. to you for that as well. Number nine is Aliona, 
And, um, well, Aliona sent several images. Let's look at this first one. Now, this one, to me, is very kind of cryptic. That's the word. It's like a puzzle. You've got to work it out. It's a, or, it's a visual puzzle. Or like one of those little visual puzzles you get in a magazine or something, where it's like a, you know, a well-known phrase, but in pictures, and you've got to work out what it means. So there's a crown, right? The sort of crown that a king would wear. And underneath the crown, it says D equals L, then an apostrophe, then what I think is Big Ben, and then I guess it's a sort of a head, f- an ear, earphone, uh, uh, right? It's an ear with a uh, earbud in it. It's an ear with a little headphone earbud in it. Uh, then, okay. So do you, do you know what this means? I didn't until you explained it to me. I think I've decoded it. So the the crown, I think, is it means duke. Right, so you got like king, prince, you know, duke, lord. Do dukes wear a crown? I don't think dukes wear crowns. Mm, anyway, but so the D equals L means you take the D from Duke and put an L in, and yeah. it's Luke, right? That makes sense. Then the apostrophe is obviously Luke's, although the apostrophe is technically upside down. But lose uh, points for that, I'm afraid. Yeah, and then then Big Ben must represent English, I suppose. Right, because it kind of does, you know, around the world. I suppose it's a landmark, isn't it? You just see, like, on a sort of some English yeah. school in some countries, they've always got, like, a picture of Big Ben or whatever. Yeah, true. So that's what, it, true. that means English. And then the the earpiece thing is obviously podcast, right? So, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, but it's a bit quite, abstract. It's, it's a bit very weird. abstract. It's a bit convoluted. That's a good word for this. Mm, so overly complicated, uh, sort of. Uh, cryptic Um, the ear looks a bit like a jammy dodger half a biscuit it does look a bit like a donut you've just bitten into a donut like a jammy donut and And it's got a worm coming out of it it appears to have a yeah the cable for the headphone appears to be like a worm that's coming out of the donut here's a joke for you what's worse than finding a worm in your donut I don't know finding half a worm hey hey Hey, because obviously before you write in because that means you've you've eaten the other half of the worm, doesn't mm. it? Yeah, probably some much needed protein in an otherwise barren snack. Yeah, that's right. A worm putting a worm in a donut that would actually improve the donut, make it healthier. Mm. Anyway, um, so I'm afraid we find this one to be it's certainly striking. It's I like the colours. I like the graphical style mostly. I'm not sure about the ear, but I, I generally think it's quite pleasing visually. Yeah. Um, nice consistent use of colours. You've used the same dark red throughout, and yep. the, the various tones of kind of goldy orange. Yeah. Um. So there's there's definitely plus points, but overall not one for me, I'm afraid. And I'm, I've got my hand on the lever. Yeah. Well, well, wait a minute, because the this same person also sent this in, which is another sort of bold abstract uh, design made of three shapes. That sort of interlock. It's a slightly uh, cubist cup of tea, I'd say. Right. Um, which I quite like. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It's like a teacup, and the handle is represented by a green, what looks like a C shape. Um, and half of it, half of the teacup is orange, and half of it's sort of a turquoise colour. And it says Luke's English Podcast in the corner. And above that, it says, it's my cup of tea. Yeah, right. I mean, nice message, uh, nice colours again, um, quite nice striking visual, but it's not really floating my boat. It's, it's a bit too abstract, I'm afraid, and it, the connection to the podcast is not quite clear enough, even though it does say Luke's English Podcast there. Um, I like it, but I don't love it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like I like the intention, I like the, the approach you've taken, but I think that it's 
in terms of visual appeal, again, I don't know if it's one that everyone's going to put on a T-shirt, although that could go on a mug quite well. Um, but it's, it doesn't shout Luke's English podcast, I'm afraid. Uh, and the other, the other one with, the, with Big Ben and, and so on is, again, it's just a bit too uh, obscure um, in its um, message. Uh, so, I'm afraid, do you want to pull the lever, or, or shall I do it? I mean, I think it's your turn. But thanks for sending it in, and okay. uh, enjoy the sharks. Enjoy the, the enjoy the drop uh, <laughs> uh, uh, into the water. We think it's sharks. <laughs> Stick your finger in their gills and eyes is that's the best way to fight them off. You've got to punch them in the nose. Don't punch, you? That doesn't make a difference. Punching really? them in the nose. No, you've so got I've to, been given false information. You've been given fa- don't punch a shark in the nose. I've been waiting to do that all my life. Plus, you can't even punch if you're underwater anyway. But no, uh. jab its eyes and gills. Right, okay. That's, that's how okay. you get rid of a shark. All right. Okay, bit of bit of advice for you there. <laughs> okay, all right, bye. <laughs> Splosh. <laughs> right, moving on to number 10, Dennis Leone. A few, uh, some text here from Dennis. So Dennis says, I'm a graphic designer and also have my own online stores on TeePublic and Redbubble. Oh, nice one. When I heard about a competition, the, my two main questions were, should I and what design? For the first one, I answered, yes, why not? For the second one, I was thinking about a design. Actually, I made two. Sorry, that can be easily be a, a design that can be easily be easily recognisable. Well known among Lepsters, has a close to neck connection with some major Luke's occupations, stand up comedy gigs, and teaching English. Has their own unique, controversial but funny history. And then it hit me. Yes, I think you know what I'm talking about. The Russian joke. And uh, Dennis says, and I made it. Uh, and there is some explanation to my design. <clears throat> okay, so, uh, all right. I'm going to just explain the, the image because I think it's kind of what Dennis is doing there. So there's actually two. It could be the front and back of a T-shirt. So um, do you want to describe this? No? Okay, I'm, we're trying to be quick. So it says in bold um, uppercase letters with a sort of dark blue outline and interesting sort of design. It says rushing... And then on the G, there's a cup of tea being spilt, sort of suggesting that you're in a rush. You know, you're like, oops, I've spilt my tea. I'm in a rush. Rushing, joke. And then underneath it says Russian. And the, the word Russian is in the Russian flag colours. The, the white, blue and red of the Russian flag. Okay? Russian joke. And in the O of the word joke, uh, you can see my silhouette from the Luke's English Podcast logo. Rushing, joke, Russian. And then on the back... It says in the same font, there is no rushing to get the Russian joke. Your thoughts? Um, I think it's visually quite bold. Um, Looks a bit like it would make a good poster. Um, I like the cup of tea drawing, kind of jumping off the saucer with the tea spilling. That's a nice touch. Um, The message, I get the Russian joke. Although I don't find it that funny. Well, you said that to me earlier, but then when I when I actually told you what it was, in context, you, you did enjoy it. It's an know. in joke, though, isn't it? It's a sort of in joke that you have to listen to to understand. No, the in joke is that uh, I told the story of when it happened, uh, and the audience didn't notice. I told the story on the podcast, and then pe- because I told the story, people still didn't understand the joke. Yeah, and so they wrote, "I didn't understand that joke. Can you explain it?" And every time I explain it, someone else then writes in to say they haven't understood it. And the whole point right. of the anecdote is that people didn't understand so the it's joke. A self-perpetuating explanation that will never, it, yeah, be exactly. fully understood. It's just a joke that people could just can play on words consistently get misunderstand. 
and it was basically some people came in, you're late, where, oh, where are you from? Oh, we're Russian. Well, you weren't Russian to come here, were you? That's good. Right. That is funny. Sorry, I'll take it back. That is a good joke. Thank you very much. In, con- in context. Yeah, since I came up with it on the spot. Yeah. So, yeah. But now, now I'll get people writing and saying, so, actually, I didn't understand that. But out of context, it doesn't really mean that much. Yes. Um, okay, so there is no rushing to get to, to get the Russian joke. Okay, <sighs> with the Russian joke, it's actually very difficult. People get it wrong all the time. I see people writing comments and they haven't understood it. You know, uh, this person seems to have understood the joke, which is good. Yeah, that's it's kind of solidly rushing... You weren't, you, yeah, rushing. There is no rushing to get the Russian joke. Yeah. Yeah, clever. Right. It's good. It looks like a good poster to yes. me. Yes, yeah. Um, hmm. But, but It's not snappy enough, though, for me. It's not like a quick phrase that's going to stick in your mind or roll off the tongue. The th- um, but it looks good, so I'll, I'll give it points for that. But I'm not sure about the general concept. The first one as well, rushing joke, Russian doesn't quite click actually yeah. um we've been very frank with our feedback we are, I feel we're forgetting that the person sitting I opposite us i see it would be much we'd be i think we'd be much more polite if the person was i think so there. can we just um, say a big sort of oh sorry if we've uh, sort of rubbed you up yeah, the wrong way at all because i i'm personally i'm very touchy about things like that yeah, if anyone criticizes something i've done yeah i take it really personally yeah and yeah i hate them <laughs> so please don't hate us we're just trying to have a laugh and uh we you know it's 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 it takes some uh some bottle to to send something in knowing that it's going to be analyzed so even by complete amateurs like us but um cheers nice, nice one. one nice one in any case i was going to say actually right that this actually is very similar to an idea that i have that i'd already thought of and that which we were planning for the next series of designs from James, because we do actually have ideas for a whole other series of uh, of designs. Uh, but your Mac is out of order at the moment. Yeah, you're it'll waiting. Be back. It'll be back. Soon. It'll be back. But my idea for the Russian joke thing would be in actually a very similar style, similar kind of font, but I'd want it to be in italics. Um, and closer together, like a sort of sp- 80s sports logo yeah. kind of thing. And I would want it to say, uh, I'm Russian to listen to Luke's English podcast. So and it make it look like you were, in, you were moving quickly. But it, it's, there's two versions. So one version says, I'm Russian, meaning from I'm from Russia. Yeah. This is obviously for the Russian listeners. I'm Russian, and then underneath, to listen to Luke's English podcast. Mm-hmm. And then the other version is, I'm rushing but with the G removed and an apostrophe, so I'm rushing to listen to Luke's English podcast. You could have either one. Uh, but yeah. I think for Russian listeners, I'm Russian to listen to Luke's English podcast would be quite it's good. It's just a little play on words. Yeah. Um, yeah, good. I mean, if you'd have written that, you might have won, but uh, you didn't read Luke's mind. Sorry, you didn't read my mind. So, um, yeah, uh, I hope you can swim. um but really good though nevertheless and i'm you know the the cup of tea being spilt is a great touch i love the the design of the font these these horizontal lines this pattern and the the color and the uh russian flag colors It, it is great and the inclusion of my um silhouette i think it's all strong but i just feel like the russian joke could be more efficiently um told utilized uh, yeah so for that reason i'm afraid we are we're gonna pull we're gonna pull the the handle i'm so sorry bye 
splash. Okay, moving on to number 11. This is uh, Jakub. I think it's probably Jakub. That's probably how you say it. And Jakub said, I've decided to try and create a few t-shirt designs. I'm not a designer or anything, but here are my ideas. I couldn't decide which design would be best, so I'm sending you a few of them. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And I think that uh, Jakub used an online logo maker of, of some sort. We're going to fly through them quite quickly. Okay. We've got a series of what I guess look like kind of... Uh, I don't want to use the word generic because that's sort of icons. They look a bit like um, they're logos. But icons, logos. Yeah, you can imagine that they've been designed using a logo maker, right? Because they're sort of templates, I think. So I there's. Don't I wouldn't like to say I can't tell. First one is yeah. a red circle with a microphone, and it says "Global Society of Lepsters." I like which that phrase. I do like that too. And then it says "Luke's English Podcast." It looks a bit like a book. It looks a bit like some, has some gravitas to it. Yes. Um, and I like the idea that you're trying to, you know, um, refer to the global Lepster community. Uh, next one, similar thing, yellow uh, circle with a microphone, Lepster community. It's very web-y, very sort of web internet-y. Like I suppose a, which a podcast is, so that's fine. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, another one with a red microphone, and then a, uh, it says Global Association of Lepsters. It's like a fairly podcast. solid logo, actually. You can imagine that existing on a web banner or something yeah they're strong very they professional look, looking logos you, you know keep at it i think you're you're doing well if you're not trained in in any, any way some of these are supposed to be front and back designs by the mm -hmm. way i'm just sort of whipping through them quite quickly uh another one lep in bold um uh navy blue letters uh written horizontal uh, written vertically with a red line and then written horizontally dissecting english with luke thompson yeah, not bad. Um, a little bit, it's not exciting, is it? It's Just, not. It's not that eye-catching, but it's it's solid. It's good. They are a little plain and a little impersonal. Uh, is the issue? I think. Yeah, um, but again, they're there's nothing bad about them necessarily they're just not that you know striking eye-catching yeah but uh, you know again good solid i like the fact that we're doing you know the lepster community global association of lepsters yeah. i like these names dissecting english with luke thompson yeah, i like the names and stuff yeah here's another one a bl blue set of headphones and it says ninja lepster luke's english podcast that's again, good. quite a nice little phrase yeah very a very um professional looking logo it looks a little bit 90s but then again i'm quite 90s myself so mm -hmm. that's not a bad thing another one just a, a burgundy microphone with headphones around it and it says lep um and a similar thing red headphones and global association of lepsters so these are good they're strong they are professional looking you could imagine them actually being used by companies or um, websites they look like they might be a kind of sort of conferency kind of thing yes it looks believable real world like event it's like the Lepland, I'm here for the global association of leps like the Lep lepland podcast conference 2022 yeah, yeah. kind of thing so look i quite like the sort of realistic nature of these made-up associations but then again as i said i do find them a little corporate or a little bit impersonal yeah, and quite corporate not that original and a little plain Ooh, harsh, stinging criticism. Harsh. It does sound harsh, but it does, it? there's nothing wrong with them. They're, they're, they're good, and they're, keep, keep at they're it. They're decent. But, it, I mean, what are we going to do with Jakob, then? Is, are we going to let him stay in the green room, or is he going <laughs> to... There's only one way out of this room. Well, there's two ways out. Well, you can be led through into the into the sort of... Uh, the, the golden hall of... The golden uh, hall of Lepland merchandise. Or you get dunked into a... Yeah, sorry. Into, into sorry. A, a pool of water. Um, hmm... 
they're, 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 See, the not, is, they're not all great whites. There's a few tiger sharks in there as well, and they're not quite as aggressive. They're a bit more so docile. Go for the go for the tiger sharks, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So you've later. I think that we've made our decision then. Yeah. Thanks. All thanks right. for taking part. Kachunk. <laughs> okay. Number thirteen. Now this one is from a, 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 a team of people. So this is from Vladislav. Tasarenko, who is the CEO of the design studio called All for Band Design. And he's, he said he's been a true ninja for many years, and he thought this was a good opportunity to reach out and come out of the shadows. He says, I remember the phrase that you like to repeat on your podcast, I have a particular set of skills. And when I hear this, for some reason, I always imagine you in a superhero suit. And you really do have a particular set of skills. Uh, and so on and so forth. And he said, with this concept, I reached out to my chief artist, Pavel Kurbanov, who is the true author of the great artwork I'm presenting to you. So Pavel is the artist um, and uh, Vladislav is the director of this one. Um, and he says, I hope it will make you smile at least. And if it wins, I will feel like I've fulfilled my duty and that I can sneak into sh- into the shadows like a true ninja. Okay. Excellent. Uh, good good uh, letter there. Yes. So, James, do you want to have a go at uh, describing that? Ooh. Well, it's a sort of quite graphic art style rendering of Luke looking a bit more muscular than he does in real life as a superhero punching upwards with Luke's English podcast written above and two ninjas kind of rampant on either side of him which is yeah. what they used to talk about rampant is what they used to talk about the two lions on either side of the oh really i think it's it's an it's an old word but look it up okay. um but um and it says i have particular sets of skills and a particular set of skills yep and it's got a massive union jack behind it and another one on your chest I look, and it's yeah. very kind of dc comicsy. yes um so just to add to that description, yeah, Luke's English podcast, it says in big red letters at the cross the top, and then a huge Union Jack, and then it's me as a superhero, but I'm like Captain Britain or something, although that is a real superhero in the Marvel Universe, or like Britain Man or something, and I've got this superhero outfit that's got a huge Union Jack on my chest, so very Union Jacky. And I seem to be blasting off into the air, flying with my fist raised. In my other hand, I'm holding a microphone and I'm saying, I have a particular set of skills. Meanwhile, these two ninjas seem to be leaping from, you know, leaping away, ready for battle. And there are ninja flying stars flying around. Uh, The illustrations are excellent. This is clearly a professional who's done this. Really, really good work. Uh, um, You know, amazing top quality yeah, stuff probably the most professional one we got i'd say i would say so sort of how it's rendered and uh drawn it's it's excellent it, it is excellent um th- i mean there's a slight misunderstanding of i have a particular set of skills which actually comes from you know i did an episode about the film taken and that whole speech you know i, I don't know who you are i don't know what you know I have a particular set of skills, skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. You know, that thing. So it's not the, necessarily a superhero thing, but that's all right. I expect most people don't remember the Taken reference anymore. Um, yeah, the, the, uh, it's a bit Brexity, though, is what we thought, isn't it? Well, it feels a bit... Cause that it kind tends of, to be, the people who use Union Jacks a lot tend to be quite, quite right-wing. And it's just a, looks a bit political in the current climate, and Luke's not particularly pro 
I mean, he's not anti-UK, but he's a more of a pro-European or pro-internationalist. I'm pro. I'm pro UK, of course, yeah, of course. But the problem is that that using Union Jacks in such a bombastic fashion at the moment uh, tends to mean you know one. That you're an isolationist, thing. and that you want to avoid European integration and all that stuff. All that stuff. Yeah. And this is not a criticism of the design. It's more a criticism of our country because there's nothing wrong with flying a flag. Yeah. But it's just become a bit tainted recently with... uh, I mean, not that I'm against it, but I probably wouldn't wear a Union Jack t-shirt. Yeah, it's a little bit... um, What's the word? Not burdened, saddled. But it is a cool flag. I mean, it's the best flag. (laughs) (laughs) It says becoming suddenly patriotic. Yeah, but... But, um, It just has a few weird connotations at the moment with Brexit and with... uh, just general arseholes, sorry. So that's that's maybe not, you should edit that. That last is word not out. the fault of the artist. That not, is not the fault of the artist or the concept. It's yeah. more a fault of our own um, mess of a country and our own sense of uh, discomfort regarding certain imagery at this period. So, I'm a, and also another point is actually uh, I do look a bit like the character Homelander from the TV series The Boys in this, and I don't know if you've seen that, but the the, the Boys is all about this set of superheroes who are basically like psychopaths and homelander is like the is uh, an evil superhero of the worst kind um and he's total psycho amazing character but definitely not the one that you want to be associated with that's probably just an accident but i kind of see that when i when i see this um so hmm, yeah what are we going to do it's brilliantly drawn and very professional, but just it's just too flaggy for me. Too flaggy, <laughs> too much flag <laughs> waving. But look, we're smiling, so you have we made us. Smiling. You've made we're us smile. smiling. You've and, made us um, smile. I, w- I was looking at it in quite close detail, wondering: is this all original art? I mean, did that body come from yeah, anywhere else, or has that did. been all look re- at the, you know brand new rendered? Look at the ninjas. The ninja. The way the ninjas have been illustrated. It's, Clearly, this artist is able to, to excellent to, to draw this kind it's of really bodies, bodies and stuff. So I think it's completely and original. Considering my attempts to draw a ninja earlier, I mean, geez, they were absolutely terrible. <laughs> it's, like really, it's not my style at all. I can't do that kind of fine illustration. So difficult. I think the the work is excellent quality. Nevertheless. Just the vibe isn't right for us. The vibe isn't right. So, <laughs> oh dear, it's the thing with doing competitions. You always end up rejecting more people than yeah. You know, it's, not, it's like a disappointment. And I really hope no one's actually offended because yeah, we're just trying to have fun with yes. this. And uh, you know, nice one, for nice everyone, one. everyone for sending stuff yeah. in. Let's move on to number fourteen. This is Sia. Uh, Sia from Shanghai. Uh, this is it's, um, Sia has um, decided to do uh, an image which is inspired by certain improvised stories that I've done on the podcast. Um, and I think that maybe Sia has recently listened to the Prawn story, and also probably the Phrasal Verb Chronicles. Is that the one, or maybe the the uh, pre- ad, um, verb adjective verb preposition collocations? I can't remember. But uh, several improvised stories. One which involved a prawn and one which did involve biscuits and, and Batman made an appearance. And it's a, it's a picture of me standing in the middle uh, with a guitar in my hands. And then on my right, it's me, but with a prawn on my head. And on the other side, it's me dressed as Batman eating a biscuit. And it says Luke's English podcast over the top. Okay, so these are three characters inspired by those improvised stories. Um, okay, what do you think? Well, I love the illustration style. 
I think it's excellent. Um, again, I'd like to see a proper comic of this, or not of this, but of the from this artist. Mm-hmm. Um, it's quite obscure, isn't it? The uh, I mean, look at that squid, uh, shrimp. shrimp. That's brilliant. It's face. It's it's really well yeah, done. I really, I think I, this may be my favourite style. Uh huh. As far as the actual, you know, illustration and shading and everything, I think it's really good. Yes, but it's just a bit too obscure and it doesn't shout Luke's English podcast. Although not, it does actually it does. say Luke's it's, English podcast over the letters. top. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's really good. It's just not quite. Doesn't quite feel like a t-shirt for me. I think I'd almost prefer it without anything, just the drawings. You can have that. She sent... She? She, I think. I'm not sure. Uh, but uh, Sia did send a, version, send a version with just a plain white background. I just think it's a bit too obscure for someone that didn't know what it was about, would have no clue what that was. But maybe that's a plus point. Just well, confusing people hmm. is fun. The thing is, so the, the, the wearability factor um, and the podcast connection that is definitely very specific, but almost too specific... And I wonder if people seeing the guy with the prawn on his head, they're going to more people will think that's odd. And even a lot of Lepsters won't have heard that because it's an old episode. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people won't be aware of the prawn story. Very niche. Yes. And, and Batman as well is not a recurring character. I have to say. And also, are you legally allowed to have a picture of Batman on a piece of merch <laughs> that you're selling? Probably not. Mm, good point. Um, Even though it's originally drawn, you know, drawn yeah, by an original it's not, hand. Yeah. So I think the obscurity factor um, is is an issue here, and I think a lot of people seeing that would not put two and two together yeah. and realise that we're talk- that it's about the podcast. Even if it says Luke's English podcast across the top, I think even a Lepster would go, "Oh, Luke's English podcast." But uh, what? What's the prawn and Batman? And I get Luke in the middle with the guitar, definitely. But the the I think a lot of people, even a lot of Lepsters, wouldn't make that connection. But I'd like to see more from this artist, I think. I'd like to see. If you've done a comic, please send us in one or something. More. Keep up the good work. Yeah. But I'm afraid you'll have to contend with some sharks first. Yeah. Uh, Maybe there's a few other people down there. Maybe the sharks are are full. They might be full by now. You might get lucky. Yeah. Okay. Well, good luck anyway. All right. Cheers. Chunk. (laughs) Chunk. Is it necessary to dunk them in the water? I'm afraid so. Okay. Um, okay then number 15 this is from Andre god how many more have we got yeah we've got just a few more I promise no not that it's bad it's just I know you're running out of data no no we're okay in terms of SD card space but listener attention is yeah there's waning yeah there's only maybe a few people still listening to this but anyway it's it it has always been that way and it always will be I think James so let's just keep on soldiering on so this one from Andre do you want to describe that or do you want me to describe it crack on okay so this is an interesting one so it's it's kind of like an x-ray of the Luke's English podcast logo like some kind of digital x-ray kind of so imagine the the podcast logo, but instead of the bricks in the background, it's got like a diagonal um, phonemic script. Um, okay. And I think it says learn British, learn real British English with Luke Thompson, written in phonemic script in diagonal lines in that's the background. phonetic, is it? Phonetics, yes. Right. Uh, and uh, so that's an interesting design. It's almost like a pattern in the background. Then the, the what normally is the white sign, street sign, is inverted. And it's black with white lines instead. And instead of saying Luke's English podcast, it has phonemic transcriptions of Luke's English podcast. Instead of my um, silhouette, there's a skull. 
And then real British English is also written in, in phonemic transcription. So it's kind of like an X-ray of like, this is what the Luke's English podcast logo actually says. It's like some kind of in the sort of alien universe. So if they scan something, it might give you a readout like that. Yeah. It's clever. I didn't understand that initially, but having you having pointed it out, I think that's really nice. Yeah, it's I like cool. this design, actually. Um, it's quite techno. It's quite futuristic. It's quite kind of 8-bit as well at the same time. Yeah. Kind of old video game kind of style. Mm. Um, yeah, it looks like something, you know, you might see someone wearing at a techno club. There's a there's a black on white version and a white on black version. I think I like the black version, the, the black T-shirt version. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I actually rate this. This might even be my third favourite. Yes. Um, I don't know why, because it's quite weird, but... Um, it's good. It's I can kind of imagine myself wearing that black one. Yeah. If that black was not mm. ink, if that was just just white ink and red ink on black t-shirt, I could probably wear that. You know what, James? I think this is a deciding factor. Honestly, just, having thought about it, I would wear that black t-shirt doing a video. Yeah. I like. I really like the fact that it's phonemic transcription. And I like the idea of the skull as like a, an X-ray, kind of a sort of little scan of your head. Yeah. I didn't get that initially, but yeah. I actually, very I, I want to wear the black one. I love the phonemics. That's the thing I like about it the best. And it's, it's, an, it's an accurate uh, phonemic transcription, I believe. Luke's English podcast. Yep. Real British English. It is good. I want to wear it. It's in. Okay. Oh, I've already gonna... decided. That's the first one we've actually decided because we haven't made any okay, decisions so yet. You're going to have more than one then, potentially. Oh, we're going to have more than one. And you're going to pay for them all. Well, I'm going to have to. That's what I said. Yeah, I'm not going to make well, money on this. <laughs> no, you're not. But it's uh, it's it's in because giving... I want to wear the black one on the on a video. Okay, that, that's it. Wow, it's decided. Wow. Okay, but some other people have not been dunked yet. They're still standing there. The lever is still yet to be pulled. They're waiting. Who uh, didn't get dunked? Well, there's others. There's the LEP Ninjas, if you remember, and Jill's Book Club. There's the. Oh, I see. They're waiting to find there's, out. There's a few others that are waiting to find out. Okay, let's keep cracking on though. So number sixteen is from Max um, from Poland, and well, you, come on, you've got to have a go at describing God, that. This one's crazy. It's, it's bonkers. It's isn't like it? kind of like a sort of geographical map of your head. My face. Um, your well, your head. Yeah. Because your hair's in there and stuff. Yeah, okay. In kind of geographical regions, it looks like. Okay. Something like that. So there's and like the, the mouth and the chin, there's the nose, there's yeah, the sort of look, cheekbones. Yeah, it looks like different countries on a map. Eyes, different. forehead, jaw. But your ear. hair is made of a pattern of cups of tea, of a grey and black graphic. Yep. It all looks a bit MS Painty. Yeah, very basic. In a kind of very simpler way, but maybe intentionally. Yeah. So yeah. your sort of forehead is a big Union Jack. Okay. You've got LEP london transport logos for eyes london underground logos those circular logos with a blue line across the middle and it says lep and those are my eyes you've got brickwork i assume from the background of that old logo as your sort of chin area with a gray blob for my mouth Then there's a london bus making up your sort of side face of my jaw and then there's a little phone box for an ear I've got a telephone box as an ear. And it's really quite trippy. It's and very weird. It looks like something out of um, the Yellow, Yellow Submarine, the Beatles film. It's like something out of, out of a nightmare I had once. It's kind of psychedelic, but also quite, uns- I don't know, not, not unpsychedelic, but quite a uh, po- sort of picture postcard yes. mixed with a sort of pop art sort of style. Very pop arty, definitely. But it's kind of, it's quite scary. It's, it's, yes, 
I, I mean, on judging by that thing I said last time of would I wear this on a t-shirt? I, I like it, but I feel if I did wear it on a t-shirt, I might scare my daughter a little bit. I think you would. She'd look at it and go, start sort of her lip would go down a bit. Her lip would start trembling. Yeah, like you, yours used to. <laughs> and it kind of looks like you've got an afro, which is quite funny as well. I like that. That's a plus point. Mm-hmm. But it's just too weird. I'll tell you what it looks like. They Live. What's They Live? The film They Live. Don't know. Um, it. It's a John Carpenter film, I think. Mm. And he, it's about where the, this guy finds this special pair of sunglasses where when you look through them, you can see people in society who are actually aliens okay and also all the advertising boards and messages reveal their true messages okay right so just look it up just put the trailer in there (laughs) i can't be bothered to explain and we're running out of time but it looks like the aliens in they live okay and it also looks a bit like something from yellow submarine the beatles film which is also a plus point yeah but i think it's just too weird and a bit bonkers um, and so I'm afraid, uh, Max, um, you're going to swim or learn to swim yeah. now or or perish. I don't know. And I hope you pack your shark repellent. Yeah. Okay. All right, Max. Hold on. Here we Hold go. On. Thanks for doing it. Nice one, mate. Good luck. Bye. Ka-choo-hoo. Oh, dear. I feel like I'm launching them into space now. Ka-choo-hoo. No, that's... Okay. Well, you could do that if you want. Yeah. Uh, next is number 17. This is the penultimate one. This is from, this is Sophia from Russia. Uh, she's gone for one that she's entitled All Calm in Lapland. Calm and peaceful, right? All Calm in Lapland. Okay. The picture, it's a circle and it appears to show lots of houses, but it's, it's probably Lapland. She, as she said in the message, uh, she was inspired by a reference to Lapland, which is an area in the north of, is it, it's like uh, northern parts of Sweden and Norway. It's uh, where Father Finland. Christmas is. Yeah, and Father Christmas apparently spends his time there. Uh, apparently that's where he comes that's from. That's where he lives and comes from. So Lapland, a very sort of, you can imagine lots of kind of cabins, cosy uh, cabins uh, with snow around and lots of nice little lights shining, very sort of uh, Christmassy almost and scene. It looks like lots of little windows going up a hill of a sort of snowy but in the dark, so you can just see the windows. It's like a snowy, cosy winter village or I something. I really like the illustration, I have to say. I think it looks great. Um, I wonder if she does this professionally. It says, it's very all, good. all calm in Lapland, it says over the top. Yeah, I'm not that keen on the, the, the message. Although it's nice, it's just... All calm in Lapland. Could have been slightly better placed, possibly. Um, but then again, it would make you look good as a poster. That one, so yes. I like it. I think that the layout it's more suggests poster than t-shirt to me. But I love the illustration. It's something Art Deco about it as well, almost with these these sort of lights that are shining up, these torches. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yes. Very nice illustration and really striking. I love the cozy image, and that's a nice association. Although I think that the Lapland Lapland thing is a bit. It's a bit too close because I've never, obviously, it's, when I say Lapland, it's obviously kind of a joke on the word Lapland, but I never think of the actual place Lapland. I don't think that Lepsters are actually in Lapland. So I don't really think of Lapland. Lapland is a different thing altogether. Uh, so that's like, you know, a slight misunderstanding, perhaps. Um, so I think it looks great, but I don't think it's quite right. It's good, but it's not quite it's right. It's good, but it's for, not for right. This. Yeah. Okay. Um, But again, illustration's great, and I'd like to see more work from this person. Yes, thank you so much for sending it in and for spending the time on it. Uh, You've done really well. 
but I'm afraid um, this is as far as you're going to go today. You've got your bus money home, haven't you? Your fish food. <laughs> your, your fish food. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, this feels bad. It feels wrong, doesn't it? Well, well, we can't. We can't There's change the rules now. Nothing we can do about it. These are the well, rules. I'm afraid. Pull, I'm not pulling the lamp, the handle on this oh, one. I'll do it. To. I'm going to close my eyes and pull the handle. <laughs> Bye. Oh dear. This is the last one. This From, came in. Well, it didn't come in. You just showed me right now. This end. this this came in at some point, but uh, I couldn't see the image, and uh, Julie sent it back to me. So now I can see the image. So go on, James. This is the last one. This is number it's a eighteen. Kind of uh, cartoony, kind of quite simple style. Pink gorilla giving a thumbs up. Yeah, and it says nice one. <laughs> um, no mention of Luke's English podcast, which could be a bit confusing. Um, but then I suppose you could just explain to people. They say, "Why have you? Why are you wearing a t-shirt with a pink gorilla and nice one?" And you could tell them why. So it's a good conversation starter. Um, I like the gorilla's expression. He's smiling. It's you know I saw it and I grinned immediately. Yeah, you know, I like the look of it. Puts a smile on your face. Um, it's a nice sort of magenta. Yeah, color. color. Um, yeah, I, I like it's the gorilla. It's really appealing. It's really appealing. And I like the fact that the, the text is quite downplayed, if you know what I mean, quite minimal. Yeah. And there's a little, is that little emoji smiley thing as well? Yeah, there's a little smiley Yeah, that's there kind too. of quite meme-like. Yep. Which is not a bad thing. But it doesn't say Luke's English podcast anywhere. <laughs> um, uh, so ultimately, as much as I liked it, and I think it's really cute, it's a no from me. Okay. Well, I'm going to just, I'm just going to let James sort of um you know i'll just follow what james said there uh but i do love it and obviously i'm i'm fond of the pink gorilla episode that i did and so it's nice that someone has done a, a picture uh, relating to that that's always nice but yeah like james said very appealing puts a smile on your face but uh yeah again the connection is going to be a bit um what's the word for it? a bit remote maybe tenuous a bit tenuous perhaps and again a bit like the shrimp one a lot of people won't immediately think Luke's English podcast potentially, unless they are full on hardcore long term listeners. Well, maybe that's it. It's just for the for the strictly for the hardcore. <laughs> maybe, but again, strictly I think for the headstrong. That is one of the uh, that's one of the things though, like the t shirt appeal, the wearability. I think a lot of podcast fans might not want to wear that, especially since it doesn't actually flag up. Hey, this is a Luke's English podcast mm. thing. So I'm afraid. Uh, for that reason, um, we will not be investing. Oh, this isn't Dragon's Den, is it? This is, this is something else. Okay, well, we better pull the lever. All right, in. sorry. Oh, Thanks, everyone. Cheers. Bye. Bye, 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 Julie. Well, James, there you go. So, well, let's just sum up. Let's recap. So, the ones we're going to keep are these ones. So, as I scroll back through, so we've got uh, Sylvia and Sarah's two. Uh, images you're gonna take both of those yeah the luke's english podcast ninjas that we like and the jill's book club guys well, you're, you're in i think they're brilliant so well done you 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 avoid the sharks and you know big massive props and respect yes coming soon to a t-shirt near you the luke's english podcast ninjas and jill's book club i'm definitely making a mug f- uh, of that for for mum uh what else are we gonna have i am gonna choose um dissecting a frog uh, the Lepland Dissecting a Frog black and white image from Adele. I'm choosing that one, even though I do look bald on it. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna be, um, what's the word for it? Uh, I'm going to put my ego to one side and put, my, give, put a solid thumb thumbs up for that. I okay. think it would look good on a white t-shirt. 
it's not my favorite but i think it's probably the most kind of uh personable no the, i don't know i don't know what word i'm looking for it's I'm, I'm lost i'm afraid it's it's a bit more personal maybe because it just looks like you i don't think it's been traced i think it's been drawn yes and i like that it shows a bit more of the artist's hand yeah maybe that's what i'm trying to get at yeah and I think all the different references, all done properly, Lepland, Ninjas, Dissecting a Frog, Recording the Podcast, I think all of those things hold up together. It's the definite connections. It would look good on a white t-shirt. That's good enough for me. All right, great. Well done, Adele. You're in. Yay! Now, we've got the Ramblecast one, which is the podcast player on the front. So, I what mean, do we, if it was up to me, I'd give this a, a yes. Okay, well, it is up to you, James. You are a judge. But I'm not the one paying for them. Well, they don't. If they don't want it, look. The thing is, if people don't want to buy that, they just don't. I no, don't. But you're look, going to have to pay no, them. I'm not going to have to. Oh, I'll pay them some. I'll pay them prize money. Yeah. Yeah, but if people don't buy it, then so be it. But okay. I hope they but do. I think that one's excellent, and I think that would be a, a good seller as right. well. Well, that's in. I can see more people buying that than any of the others. That's in. Great. Can I have one? Yeah. Sure. Of course you can. Great. Well done. Who who was who was sent this one uh, in? That was from. Lenka from Lenka, Slovakia. Well done, Lenka. I think that's probably the most professional kind of up-to-date design. Can I can I give a, a little special extra reason why this should be included? It includes on the back the list of episodes, number 497, Film Club, with Nail and I, with James and Will. Oh, man, that's a def... I didn't notice that before. Which was... Record- well, half of it was recorded here in this very room. Yeah, that was a bit of a drunken episode, I'm afraid. Uh, well, it's appropriate. But there, you're there, and it's with Nail and I. That's awesome. We also got Star Wars, uh, the Star Wars review. So are this her favourite episodes, possibly? Because they're not in think, order, are they? I think they? that this is Lenka's favourite. They are. They go from the bottom and up. Okay. From 489 to 505. Okay, okay well, it's, it's in. Nice it's in. Well done. I think... Well done, Lenka. Yeah, great. Good job. Um, then what else have we got? Have we got any others? Um, I think there might be one more. Um, let me just check. I think that was so it, wasn't it? Scroll and 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 Keep the birds rolling. Um, what, what, uh, the, other one, the other one was uh, Max's um, X-ray of the Luke's English podcast like logo. That's going to go in. And I think that is it. So we have Sarah and Sylvia... Uh, congratulations. Hold on. I've got so many things on this uh, on this Google page here that it's hard to scroll through them all. So just let me be clear. Uh, Sylvia and Sarah with your Jill's Book Club and LEP Ninjas, you're in. Who else? Uh, Adele from Hungary, uh, you're in as well. Congratulations. Uh, Lenka from Slovakia with the Ramblecast t-shirt, you are also in. And... One other, I didn't expect to include so many designs here, actually, I have to say, but that's fine. Um, I think that's good. The other one is, where is it? Andre, not sure where you're from, uh, but the x-ray of the logo, you're in as well. And there we have it. Well done, everyone. We've done it. We did it. We actually did the whole thing from start to finish. It's all done. It's all good in the hood. And we've been going for an hour and a half. So I think we should stop. What do you think? Yeah. Maybe you should play a snippet of what I've been working on here. We can do that. Yeah, but we'll record that now and you can dub it in later. While, while we're here, sitting here, James has got all of his gadgets in front well, of us. i only got two gadgets at the moment. Yeah. Okay, you've got a, uh, a, a TR, TD3 drum machine. 
uh, like a, uh, and then uh, a boss doctor rhythm, which you gave me, which you had in Japan and never used. I, I don't know how I got my hands on that in Japan, but it's like an old sort of nineteen nineties drum machine. But I gave it to James. He's he's very good at using all this stuff. So he's been making some what? What have you been making? Some sort of acid house, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, so perhaps I'll add a little bit of that at the end. Just a little bit. Just a little tiny, just a tiny taste. Um, and um, so, you know, obviously, listeners, if you want to get some of that merch, just go to teacherluke.co.uk slash merch. You're going to have to sell a lot to make that 300 quid back that uh, you just spent. I had a, how many £80 prizes I just gave away. This is not a profitable venture. In fact, to be honest, the T-shirts, it's not really for profit. You've I'm lost not made, money, haven't you? I've lost money. I have. Um, but but it'll I'll make it back eventually over time. You need a financial advisor. I'm doing all right, you know. I'm not I'm not bleeding money all over the place. I but know, the, I know. The T-shirt thing specifically has not been a great profit making <laughs> venture. Uh, but I knew that from the beginning, and I've always just wanted to have podcast stuff out there. I want people to be wearing the T-shirts, to have the mugs. I just want people to be able to get their hands on the, the stuff, and I wanted yeah. a lot of it too. Yeah, you keep buying loads of them. Well, I've got. Uh, I got myself a little uh, water container, like a little flask, one of those things that you can hear, and and uh, I'm getting some wall art for for my new office and some stuff. So Groovy. yeah, it's all all Groovy. good. Listeners, thank you so much for listening to this. Leave yeah. your comments in the comments section. And sorry for if you know criticizing your stuff that you sent in. Don't take it personally. We're just trying to be funny and probably failing, but. Uh, yeah. Cheers. Nice one again. I hope there are no hurt feelings out there, but uh, everyone did really well. And, uh, you know, at least the people who sent things in, at least who actually had the initiative to do it and send something. Got off your arse and did something, man. Uh, Whereas, you know, most of the ninjas uh, were just content to just continue to be ninjas, uh, which is, you know, it's just fine. That's fine. Um, All right. Well, James, thanks a lot for being a judge. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Can I have some free T-shirts, please? Uh, Yeah, I'll send you... Can I have a large next time? Because that extra large was massive. Oh, really? They are quite large. They're kind of American sizing. Yes, yes. It just means the clothes are bigger over there. Yeah, just the clothes. The clothes are quite big in America. not saying anything about the people. Oh, you didn't... You you could have cut that bit out. Most of them are uh, are having a wonderful time now because they're all going, ha ha, yes, because Americans, they're fat, aren't they? You know, so don't Don't worry. There was any need for that accent either. Okay, well, shall I end on, end on a downer? End like, on an edit. End on a downer. End on an awkward moment. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, James, thank you so much for being part of this. You're welcome, and thanks for having me. All right, listeners, thank you so much for listening. But now, it's just time to say goodbye. Bye. 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 Hello, listeners, those of you who are still with me, the hardcore Lepsters who have survived until the very end. We're not quite finished yet. I do just want to repeat what we said before. Thank you to the Lepsters who entered this competition. Um, Also, I'm going to give some comments about hedging and diplomatic language, as I said in the introduction, and I'll do that in a moment. Uh, but first, congrats again to Sylvia, Sarah, Adele, Lenka and Andre for being chosen by James and me. I will send you emails. In fact, I might have already done that by the time you listen to this. For those who didn't get chosen, sorry for dropping you into a pool of shark infested water. Um, I'm not sure why that was necessary, to be honest, but I hope you fended off the sharks and survived 
And I hope you didn't mind our feedback and our criticisms of your work. I know that you probably put a lot of time and effort into those designs, and I salute you for that. Language-wise, this episode was full of nice bits of English that you could pick up. And I said this at the beginning of the episode. To make sure that you got all of it, right, all of the useful functional language, I think I would have to do a premium series about it, I think. Uh, That would take some time. And I'm still in the middle of P32, which is all about vocabulary from the Carl Pilkington episodes. So little heads up for premium Lepsters. P32 parts one and two are uploaded and they are available for you in the app and online. I think you know what to do and where to go to get those. If you don't know how to use LEP Premium, just go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info. Okay. In any case, target language from this episode, there was descriptive language for describing the designs. And there was the language which we used to moderate our feedback. I mean, some diplomatic language what we call hedging, which is when you add little words and phrases to soften your statements, which is a good and important thing to do if you care about the feelings of the people you're talking to. So there was plenty of this kind of hedging language, um, hedging or diplomatic language. This would be a great topic for a premium series, as I mentioned before. Now, if this isn't clear, if you don't really know what I mean by hedging or diplomatic language, let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. So just compare the difference between saying these things. So, for example, if someone has, I don't know, if you're just giving feedback or if someone says, um, you know, here's my design. What do you think? Would you like to use it? Okay. now consider the differences between responding with these things, simply saying no. And it's a no from me. And I'm afraid this time it's going to be a no from me. Okay, so that's the th- the, the three, just three different statements. Uh, how would those things make you feel if someone just said no? Obviously, you're going to feel a bit hurt or a bit upset or annoyed. It's a no from me. You know, maybe you're going to feel uh, a little bit better. And I'm afraid this time it's going to be a no from me. It's longer. There's a lot more hedging involved in that. So basically, the message is pretty much the same in all three of those responses, more or less. But the impact on the person we're talking to should be different. So as I said, just saying no, then you're going to feel a bit hurt or annoyed or upset. I mean, it's just rude, isn't it? Now, some people might say, but Luke, this is just, this just isn't honest, you know, like changing a statement, which is essentially saying, no, we're not going to accept your design, changing that statement into, I'm afraid this time it's going to be a no from me. Some people might feel that this is just not honest, you know, and people sort of say things like, if you mean no, just say no, tell the truth. That's what people do think sometimes when you talk about diplomatic language like this. Okay, I understand. Sometimes you need to be direct and just say no. Say what you think. For example, if you need to put your foot down or if you need to be very strong in a certain situation or if you need to be very clear about something, if you need to take a very strong position, obviously it depends. But a lot of the time we need to manage the relationships we have with people and we want to maintain goodwill. That's good relations. I mean, we don't 
we don't want to make other people feel bad. We, we don't want people to feel resentful or whatever. We want to be able to continue things and keep things smooth. Conflict resolution, this is, or, or at least maybe the prevention of conflict. And communication can be a large part of that. We have to watch our words carefully in certain situations. And so adding a few phrases to soften your statement can go a long way in maintaining the right relationship with the people you're talking to. It depends on the situation, of course, but in my experience, it's usually a good idea to show respect to others and to consider the impact that your words have on them. This is beneficial to everyone, you know, especially if you want to maintain some kind of good pragmatic relationship. This is why it's important to use language in a diplomatic way and using certain hedging phrases or indirect structures is how we do it. Also, it's about the tone of your voice and so on. The thing is, it can be difficult to do these things. If you're using English, it can be difficult to do these kinds of, uh, you know, these sorts of techniques or structures or whatever, because it requires some nuance and you need to learn the ways in which we hedge our statements. You need a lot of control over the language you're using to do these kinds of linguistic gymnastics. A lot of that's about vocabulary and grammar there's pronunciation involved too because that in, that means you know using your voice to soften your tone or whatever okay i think this episode the one that you've just heard is full of hedging language and it would be good for you to notice that and consider how it works and if you can incorporate it into your english too so you could listen to this again if you've got that much time in your life And let me remind you, you don't have to listen to it all in one go. You could listen to it in stages, in bits. That's probably better. You know, it's probably better to listen to certain episodes several times rather than just listening to them all once, you know, blasting through them all like that. You've got a lot of content to work with from me and my podcast. You will want to listen to each episode and, and, and catch me up. You know, you'll want to listen to them all. But sometimes it is worth taking a second look it can be very beneficial so that was just a note about language and the kind of language you could take from this episode another thing i want to say at the end of the episode here is something about james's music we said i would play a bit of the music he's been working on uh, music is good isn't it it helps you work rest and play um, you know, it's just generally good. So as well as being a designer, illustrator and all round great guy, James is also a producer of electronic music. And you will know that if you're a long term listener to this podcast. And when I say long term listener, I don't just mean someone who's still listening to this episode after more than 100 minutes, probably. No, I'm talking about people who've been listening for many years I've talked to James about his music before on the podcast. You might have heard those episodes. Episode number 243, which was called Making Tunes with My Brother. That episode springs to mind. You could listen to that one, maybe, if you're interested in this. But James uses an array of drum machines, synthesizers, sequencers, samplers, pedals, and effects processors to make his electronic music. So I recorded uh, this episode with James in his flat, and he had a lot of his musical equipment, all his gear, um, on the coffee table in his living room. Um, lots of drum machines and different 
boxes plugged into other boxes. And uh, so, yeah, he uses all these different things to make his electronic music. I play his his stuff quite often in the background at the end of my episodes, actually. Have you noticed that before? Obviously, it's not going to be for everyone, but I'm sure that some of you out there will be into it. So check it out. And if you want to check it out, here is how you can do it. So if you would like to hear more of James's music, I recommend that you visit his Bandcamp page. Bandcamp, B-A-N-D-C-A-M-P. Bandcamp, one word, is a streaming site for music where unsigned artists can share and sell their music. On James's Bandcamp page, which is jimthompson.bandcamp.com, on that page you can find various stuff by him, including albums, EPs and other releases. You can stream the music free there or support him by purchasing some of those tracks for a price of your choice. You can choose the price. So that's jimthompson.bandcamp.com. So the track he was working on at the time we recorded this episode, when he had all this stuff going on the table there, that track was eventually named Summoned, and it's the B-side to another track on Bandcamp called Mushroom Season. The track Summoned, this one does include that old 90s boss drum machine that I picked up while living in Japan. It's a nice item. So if you like the sound of those old school 90s drum machines and minimal techno, that's just the name I'm using. I'm not completely sure what genre you would put this music into, uh, but let's just say it's like, you know, electronic dance music or minimal techno. If you like that kind of stuff, then check it out. Yes, the website address again, jimthompson.bandcamp.com. Summoned is the track you can hear in the background. And now I'm going to stop talking so you can hear it properly. I will let the track play out and then you'll hear the ending jingle as usual to officially close the episode. Thanks for listening, everyone. All Lepsters in Lepland, level one and level two ninjas, frog ninjas. I still haven't worked out what they are yet, but, uh, you know, you're all welcome. Uh, Non-ninjas, premium people and everyone else, including all people who simply defy categorization. You're all welcome. Thank you for listening all the way up until the end here. I will speak to you again on the podcast soon, but for now, it's just time to say goodbye. Bye, 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 bye.
Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.